Are you ready? Uh, the evidence of the witness is our theme for this enablement summit. And on this Pentecost Sunday, I'm speaking on the sub-theme, my life as a witness. Say my life, my life as, a witness. as a witness. And just for a little recap to help those who missed it, we started from the first day and I spoke about the acts of God in our witness that we cannot go out and pursue the commission about witnessing about Jesus without the acts of God. Now, when you remove the acts of God from the church of God, we are just like an NGO. We are just like a group of people who meet for motivation here and there. And what defines us and what sets us apart is are those acts of God that litter the whole of our Christianity. And then yesterday, and so I gave examples about when they were gathered on the day of Pentecost, like a day today, and Bible says that they were full of the Spirit, and they began to speak in different tongues, and that act of God drew 3,000 people to the church. And then we saw in Acts chapter 3, when Peter and John saw a man who was lame, he was crippled in the feet at the temple and they prayed and a miracle took place and that act of God brought people into church. So these acts of God are God's prophetic stamps along the timeline of our Christianity that lend his support to our calling and our witness. And it is my prayer that as you step out of this enablement summit, into the world, into your home, into your workplace, into your school, that the acts of God will be seen in your life and in the life of your children. Uh, The Bible says in Isaiah 61 verse number 9, he says, your children shall be known among the people and among the Gentiles and all who see them shall say, these are the posterity whom the Lord has blessed There is an anointing that when it comes upon a group of people, everybody begins to recognize them. There is an anointing that when it comes upon a group of people, when God begins to lend his support through his acts unto the life of your children or your home, everybody that sees them acknowledges that these are the people, these are the posterity, these are the children whom the Lord has blessed. Let it be so concerning your home and family. In the name of Jesus, there is no substitute that can equal the power or the act of God in our lives. And we continued that yesterday and I spoke on the sub-theme, the sound of the church in our witness. And I was asking, what sound are we producing? Because Bible says in Acts chapter 2, that when they were gathered with one accord, with one heart in unison, and they had waited to be enabled, they produced a sound. And Bible says people heard this sound and they ran into the church. And it is my prayer that in your home, somebody say my home. In your family, somebody say my family. In your workplace, somebody say my workplace. In your ministry, say my ministry. That God shall produce a certain sound from you that shall become an attractant and bring people into the fellowship of the Lord Jesus Christ. Say I'm that person. Say I'm that person. 
Say I'm that person. And then we saw that scripture. Was it in Zachariah? That said that 10 people from all the languages under the earth shall run and hold the skirt of a redeemed person. And they shall say, we want to go with you. For we have heard that the Lord is with you. I want to prophesy to some people listening to me right now. That between now and the end of this year, the acts of God are going to be made manifest in your life. That people will begin running towards you. You will become a force of attraction. Scripture says people from all walks of life were running towards one particular group of people. The redeemed, the chosen, the called. And they said, we want to go with you. Get ready for unwanted partnership. Get ready for some alliance. Get ready for some collaboration. Because some people are going to see that the acts of God follow you everywhere you go. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? And on that note, I begin today's sermon on my life as a witness. And I prophesy to you that between now and the end of this year, that God is going to do things in your life. As you wait on God, as you walk in love, as you wait before God, that you are going to see effortless miracles in your life. That shall begin to draw people unto the Lord. To become effective witnesses, we need two things. Number one, we need the witness of God himself. That is, we need the endorsement of God. That is to say, we need the support of God. And then number two, we need this support to manifest as the acts of God. Glory to Jesus. Acts that are so real and signs defying that even the lenses of the powerful media houses cannot question it. In Hebrews chapter 2 verse number 4, the Bible says, God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And these acts of God, and this is just a few, and you are going to be able to come into that place where we will see the signs of God, where we will see the wonders of God, where we will see the miracles of God, where we see the gifts of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Are you ready? Are you ready? And when the Lord Jesus spoke to them in Acts chapter 1, verse number 8, he told them that as you wait in love and in fellowship, you will receive power. And the word power that is translated ability, is translated a skill. It's translated a might. It's translated as something wonderful. Somebody lift up your right hand and receive ability from God. Say, I receive ability. Say, I receive new ability. Say, I receive new ability. I receive new ability. He said, as you wait in love and in fellowship, you shall receive power. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, can I, can I be explicit here that the, the reception of God's power does not come by giving money to prophets. That the reception of God's power does not come by kissing the shoe of a prophet. That the reception of God's power or receiving of God's power does not come by traveling to a mountain somewhere and to see one prophet. But the receiving of God's power comes 
after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. May you be a recipient of the Spirit of God. And this ability that comes upon you, Jesus said, it is going to provoke something new in them. And they will now become witnesses. They will become people who demonstrate or represent him. Not only in four different places. In Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Are you with me so far? Do I need to slow down while you are with me? Okay. So there is this ability that you receive. That when it comes upon you, you begin to do new things. You begin to do, ah, that lady, God will visit you. Somebody screamed amen there. I said, God will visit you with ability. One day I woke up and I started writing books. No training, nothing. Ability. I, I wrote the benefits of the prophetic in about three days. That book, ability. Ability. Because the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Oh, show me First Kings chapter 18. I think verse 45 or 46. Elijah had announced that it was going to rain after about three and a half years. And told Ahab to go. Because the rain pour that was coming was so great. First Kings 18, I think 45 or 46. Towards the end there. Then as Ahab went on. As Ahab went in his chariot. Elijah was left behind. He did not have any system to carry him. The king had gone in chariots. They were running with horses. But Elijah was still standing there. He had prophesied the rain was going to come. And truly the clouds were gathering. But he that was standing alone without any support system, suddenly, the Bible says, meanwhile the sky grew black. And the clouds gathered. And the wind rose. And a heavy rain started. And Ahab had gone in his chariot. And the one that stood, Elijah that stood without nothing, suddenly, the Bible says, the power of the Lord... Oh, he says the hand of the Lord. Use the KJV. He says the hand of God came upon Elijah. And he received ability. So he gathered up his loins. He put his belt in place. And that hand that came upon him gave him some ability to run. And he started running. And he ran past horses. And he ran past chariots. And by the time those who were supported by the systems of the world got to Jezreel, Elijah was standing at the door of Jezreel. Can I prophesy to somebody who has been left behind, who has not had any support? Oh, do you have a church here? I said, can I prophesy to somebody who has been left behind, whom others have gone ahead, that the hand of God is coming upon you and bringing you new ability new ability in the name of jesus and this ability can take any form in the life of the apostles we saw this ability that came as the act of god through miracles so we saw the sick healed we saw the blind see that was an act of god but that is not only the description of this act We saw this ability in Elijah. He started running past those that have set off ahead of him. This was the same ability that came upon Mary and gave her an ability to conceive without a man. 
Ruth chapter 4 verse number 13. The Bible says, And the Lord enabled Ruth. Make the hand of spread there. And the Lord enabled Ruth. You see, Ruth had been in a marriage for 10 years without a child. And she lost her husband. And she lost her father-in-law. And she lost her country. And she was a refugee with Naomi in a new country. And she had to marry another man. And Ruth is thinking, how am I going to do this? I've been in one that failed. I've been in one that, that did not work out. I feel like I was the problem. Because he married me and he died. I feel I was the problem. Because for 10 years nothing happened. And now I am here and another man stands before me. A royal man called Boaz. And when Boaz took in Ruth. God looked at Ruth. And that night on their honeymoon. The Bible says God did not leave Ruth alone. That God enabled her. God enabled her. To conceive a child. Receive the enablement of the Holy Ghost. I know some of you are tired with church and tired with pastors. It is your fault. You did not look through to see the genuine ones. I want you to receive everything I'm telling you. Because I am here from God. I am not here for your money or nothing. The Lord has blessed me already. I am here to tell you the unadulterated word of God. That if you shall humble yourself and you shall wait on God and you shall seek God, then the Lord that helped Ruth, that Lord will help you. Then the Lord that helped Elijah, that God will help you. There are no shortcuts to this. It is you that ridicule the name of the Lord. It is you and your prophets that ridicule the name of Jehovah. For by his word, the worlds were created. By his word, the dead came to life. I have seen his power in my life and I came here to recommend that power to you that anything that is weak in you anything that is not working in your body anything that has failed in your body as the hand of the Lord comes upon you as the hand of the Lord comes upon you ye shall receive an enablement my life as a witness my life as a witness my life as a witness and this witness and this power of God is not just in miracles as I'll be showing you today I hope I have time I feel so much on fire no leaky tire where are the miracles where are the wonders of God you cannot work with God you question God's ability are you working with God are you truly working with him that God, when he got to you, because you wanted a green card, because you wanted a little house, because you wanted a job, now you find fault with a ministry that priest has lasted for so long and has not been defied ever. Just because you want a house, just because you want a green card. For most of the things that people want, that radical God, money can give it to them. Take God out of it, money can give it to you. Remove God out of it. For most of the things that your sisters, your brothers want and be upset with God, money can answer it. They just take God out of it. How dare you question the Holy One of Israel. The Bible says, by his words, the world was made 
by his words the dead came to life by his words yet today pastors bishops prophets members make a mockery of this power we gather people into huge places and tell them sweet words and there is no evidence of the power of god where is that power of god where is it you know the churches in america that are filled with people on tv asking for money every time if god had truly called them he was going to provide Where are the acts of God? I'm asking you. Where? Where? Jesus. I tell you about one man. Probably two or three people. If time will permit us. The first one I'll tell you about is Daniel. Daniel as a witness. Daniel as a witness. Remember our scripture from Hebrews 2.4. God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit. My prayer is that you receive one of them. One. If a people have truly encountered God, you will not you will not call people to go to church. If a people have truly encountered God, truly. I am in an exam week, but I'm here preaching. If people have truly encountered God, you will not. No, 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 no. No. If they have truly seen God, many of you forget God. Before you traveled, you fasted three, four days, praying every day. And the moment God did it for you, you were done. That is why there are scriptures in the Bible that say, do not forget the Lord your God. When he takes you into the land flowing with milk and honey. This is not even heaven. And you've forgotten God. God lends his support. We all love God, right? Those of you who have children, you love all your children, isn't it? Yeah, but they all don't love you the same way, right? The way they react to you is different. One child loves you in a different way than the other. And the way you respond to them also depends on how they also, you know, minister to you. Okay. Daniel as a witness. Daniel and three boys had become refugees in another land. Listen. As I'll be explaining to you, Sometimes, it's not a miracle we really need. (laughs) Because the acts of God can come through miracles. But they can come through other wonders also. And as I'll be explaining to you, when God shut the mouth of lions, it caused a stare for a moment, but they forgot. And went back to do their old ways. When God took those boys out of the fire... It caused a stare for a moment, but after that, they went back to do their own thing. But there are certain types of ordinations of God that are able to last longer and create longer impressions in the hearts of people. So Daniel and the three boys had gotten into this land as refugees. They were kept in the camp. Suddenly, there was a problem. 
Suddenly there was a problem. And nobody had an answer. Except these three people. I hope you'll be able to follow me today. Now, the acts of God that showed forth in the life of Daniel and his friends was not healing blind people or raising the dead. No. Daniel chapter 1, verse number 17. And I'm doing 17 to 20. Daniel 1, 17 to 20. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. (laughs) And Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. Look at that. Now today the church just, every you go, people are just praying, Lord, I want to prophesy. Lord, I want to prophesy. Lord, I want to prophesy. Now look at another act of God. God gave them what? Knowledge and understanding in all kinds of academia. You, this my child doesn't know book. This my daughter is not doing well at school. To these four young men, God gave them knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature. All kinds. From science, geography, economics, politics, all kinds. And they were not children. You know, when you study a little bit of neurology and neuroscience, you realize there's something called neuroplasticity. And in that, we, we believe, science believes that it is in the early stages of brain development that people can learn stuff. And then after a certain period, we are not able to learn those things again. Okay. But these were adult men who were in crisis in a foreign land. And suddenly they woke up with an ability. I, I really want people who know God and believe God. They woke up with an ability. And that ability was they had knowledge. And they had understanding of all literature. Look at the next verse. Now verse 18. And at the end of the time set by the king to bring them. Verse number 19. When the king talked with them. He found none equal. He found nobody equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, or Azariah. And so they entered the king's service. God did not bring Daniel an ability to heal the sick. God did not bring Daniel an ability to raise the dead. But God gave Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego a different kind of gift. And it was a gift of knowledge and understanding in book, book knowledge, book knowledge. And the Bible says that when they sat in the royal house, refugees were brought into a royal palace where they had not learned anything about that palace. The Bible says in verse number 20, when they spoke with them, the the, the first promotion was that they saw that these guys had some knowledge. So verse 19 says, they brought them into the king's service. Then verse 20 says, when they came into the king's service and they started interacting with them, they found them to be 10 times better than the professors in the palace. 10 times better. This doesn't make you shout. But God will kill that which makes you shout. But God is about to bless you, makes you shout. 
may God visit your children with this kind of gift. Ten times better. You don't understand it. It's a refugee. Somebody who has come from war and has been captured as a prisoner of war who is kept somewhere and matters are arising in that country. It's not just Knoxville. It's the whole United States. And they have brought them into the house of the Senate. And there they see it and they realize that these four boys had knowledge ten times better than all the people that have been in the king's court. This is an act of God. And how does this lend support to our evangelism? I will show you. God enabled these guys with wisdom, knowledge for politics, academic literacy. And then Daniel, in addition, has spiritual gifts. May you receive all four. May you receive all four. I said, may you receive all four. These young men produced a sound so impactful that they could not compare people, who, congressmen with them. I, 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 am I painting the picture well? They could not compare congress people with them. And they were brought into the king's service. Daniel chapter 2. Then problems started happening. Somebody say problems. One of the ways God promotes his people is that when he puts them in a good place, then he creates problems that nobody can answer. When he puts them in strategic places, God himself creates problems. And then he withholds the answer from everybody and just allows his children to answer it. So Nebuchadnezzar started having dreams. Terrible dreams. And now the king is having doubts about his people. Qualified people who had helped run his court for many years until these three enabled boys came. And when they got there, Nebuchadnezzar said, I have a problem. And he called the specialists, the magicians, the astrologers. Can you help solve this? And then they said something in the verse number 10. They said, there is no one on earth... Who can do what the king is asking? No one. Somebody say no one. Verse 11 says, What the king asks is too difficult. And no one can reveal it. Except the gods. (laughs) So they were right in a certain way. And these were people that had run the court of the palace for a long time. These were gurus. Somebody say gurus. Yes. But guru or no guru. No guru can compare himself to a child of God who has been enabled. No guru can compare himself to a child of God who has been enabled. I stopped preaching in churches. So I stopped. It's my brother so I come. But I stopped. Because I realized that most people in our churches are not really getting the picture. This whole thing looks to them like uh, something to just pr- provide for them. Lord, I have problem. Lord, I have problem. Lord, I have problem. Help me, Lord. Help me, your green card. Lord, help me, marriage. Lord, help me, children. Finish. That one, Elon Musk can help you. Dan Gote can help you. So why are you coming to worry him? 
This is more than that. So, now there was a problem that nobody could solve. A problem in an entire nation that nobody could solve. And Daniel came, verse 16, and said, give us some time. It's true that what they are saying, nobody can solve this problem, but give us some time. Christian brother, Christian sister, if you do not have personal waiting times before God, you are not doing the right thing. If you don't have moments where you don't watch Netflix, Hulu, uh, Amazon Prime, Disney, and YouTube, and you don't close your door and put your phone aside and kneel by your bed and speak with him and wait for him to speak to you, then you are not doing the right thing. When there was a problem in an entire nation, Daniel requested, give me some time. Because he knew his source. And so Daniel called his brethren and they went into prayer for three days. They went into prayer, knelt by the bed and started. We believe you. We believe you. You are the revealer of secrets. What is this problem? What is this problem? I'm talking to you that the problem starts in the place you are working and they don't have a solution. You tell your manager, give me some two days. I'm coming. I'm coming, just give me some two days. And you go and fast and not eat beggar king. But you kneel by your bed with water and you begin to cry. Oh God, oh God, this organization has a problem. I am here as a witness. I pray that take this opportunity and reveal wisdom and knowledge through me. And let it minister to them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The end time new evangelistic movement of God will not include us going into people's houses and knocking on it. I want to tell you about Jesus. Somebody can even shoot you. Why are you trespassing? I don't want to hear anything you want to say. Now, this is what God will do. God is going to equip people like you and I and put them in strategic places like you put Daniel and Shadrach and Meshach And he's going to position us in such a way that when he positions us, now he will create problems. You haven't seen God creating problems. God created a problem for Saul just to make room for David. You don't understand what I'm saying. So the Bible says an evil spirit tormented the guy until David had to come and play the harp. So I'm saying that the company may be multi-billion, multi-whatever, and they have hired you as an intern, but suddenly there's a problem. It's a problem that their experts cannot solve. And you, the little intern, you go to sleep one day and you have a dream. And the dream you are being showed that if you change this wire and you change this and you put this here and you put this here, the thing will be solved. So you gather that day and everybody's talking. You're like, sir, can I try something? And you do this one, two, three, and the thing solves. And everybody comes to you and says, how did you do that? What did you do? What did you do? That was what Daniel was doing. And so after three days, Daniel came back and solved that problem by the divine ability. Now look at what happened when Daniel solved it. Daniel as a witness, Daniel 2.46. You'll be amazed. Look at what happened. I have a few minutes to close. Daniel chapter 2 verse number 46. When Daniel solved it, the king, hmm, the king, that powerful king, what did he do? The king Nebuchadnezzar did what? He fell what? Prostrate. Before who? 
What have we done to church people? God is bigger. Listen. The king fell. He fell in worship before Daniel. And paid honor to the refugee boy. And the king said, look, 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 look at the life of Daniel as a witness. Daniel did not go and tell them about Jesus. He didn't tell them about God. He didn't tell them about converting them or anything. No. He functioned in a way that none of their best people could function. The ability of the Holy Spirit is, is more than speaking in tongues. Are you with me? He functioned in a way. You can't be in that workplace and when people see you, they don't even want to go to church. You are, you are not a witness. You, you can't be there and be average. You cannot. You have not gone to your father. Ask him for knowledge. Did you read the scriptures? David said, I have understanding more than my teachers. Isaiah said, he has given me the tongue of the learned that I will know how to speak. He solves one problem, just one. The king falls down. King begins to worship. Then the king says something very nice. Verse 47. Then the king said to Daniel, surely your God is the God of gods. Are you listening? He says, surely your God, this is the greatest king in Babylon. Now promoting God. And Daniel did not invite him about God. Daniel did not tell him anything about God. Daniel solved the problem. And then he asked Daniel that if my best man could not solve it, how did he solve it? And he said, oh, it's my God. That's what he said. And that one, they cannot arrest you for that. All these evangelicals fighting, they are fighting unnecessary battles. They have to review the acts of God and CNN cannot question you. Because they will go to the person who had the miracle and they will realize it was genuine. Science will validate it. Then they will say, how is this possible? Then you say it's God. So Nebuchadnezzar is saying, surely this your God is the God of all gods. And the Lord of kings and the revealer of mysteries. Verse number 48, look at what happened. Then the king placed Daniel in a high position. A high position. You don't have to do three jobs. You can do only one. You don't have to do five. You can do only one. But you'll be the most effective person there. That they cannot hold back but promote you. Am I saying something so strange? God has been doing this in my life. They promoted Daniel. And then when they promoted him, he made him a ruler over the entire province of Babylon. Then Daniel now called the kid and said, my king, well, I prayed with three other people. So promote them. And the kid said, no problem. Make them managers. <laughs> and they were promoted. I thought you were clapping for Jesus. We haven't waited truly enough. We haven't waited. We have not. We have not. You have not. Another time when this king created an image and said they should bow. And the three boys decided not to bow. That is in Daniel chapter 3. They put the boys in fire, right? And the, the boys were not burned. So in Daniel 3.24, the king looked at them and said, didn't we put three 
inside. But why am I seeing four? Nebuchadnezzar's eyes were opened. God, what I'm trying to say. And so when they got out of this fire, Nebuchadnezzar had a testimony. Look at verse 28. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued them. The king is preaching. The king that did not believe. I'm saying that if we will allow God, the things he will do with our lives will provoke people to talk about him without us interfering. So the king is now saying, praise be to God. Praise be to God. Who released them from this fire? Praise be to God. And then, look at the decree he made in verse 29. Nebuchadnezzar created an effective witness for God that Daniel could never have done even in 20 years. I hope what I'm saying people understand. Because we don't have enough power. I mean, can you speak for the whole U.S. Senate to hear you? Who are you? They won't listen to you. Why would they listen to you? I'm asking you, why would they listen to you? There is nothing. There is nothing. But, But then, something happens in there that all of them cannot answer. And one boy answers. And now the king himself in 29 he says i decree that people of any nation or language who say anything against the god of shadrach meshach and abednego be cut in pieces are you understanding the picture i'm painting this decree from nebuchadnezzar daniel and his brethren could never achieve it even in 10 years people of every nation he sent letters to every nation that they should acknowledge the god of these boys and anybody who spoke evil against these boys, he was going to kill them. This is, this is a, a second level of evangelism. This is not, a, madam, we wanted to come talk to you about Jesus. Say, get out. Thank you. Bye-bye. Madam, we have some tracks for you. Say, thank you. Bye-bye. A king that passes laws, passes, do you understand that the president of a country now begins to pass a law? That everybody worship the God of these Christians. Because of what he has seen. Are you understanding me? Are you understanding me? The same happened in Daniel chapter 6. And I'll be closing now. Daniel was set over all the kingdoms. And I, I don't want to bore you with words anymore. I want to pray rather for you guys. Daniel was set over kingdoms. Joseph small boy, refugee, entered into Egypt. And the entire economic landscape of Egypt rested on that boy's relationship with God. Do you get the picture I'm painting? Joseph. Joseph, there was a problem. And nobody could solve it except Joseph. I'm saying God is going to turn some things in your workplace. And God will withhold people from knowing it until you come. Joseph went into Potiphar's house. I think I'll let us read that and then we'll pray. Joseph went into Potiphar's house as a witness. Genesis 39. Genesis 39. Verse number 2. 
The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered. And he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him. When his master saw, what did he see? And what made him come to that conclusion that the Lord was with the boy? What, what, what made Potiphar? Now, look at what Potiphar did. When he saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, he says, Potiphar put him in charge of his entire household. He entrusted everything into his care. And from the time he put him in charge of his household, and all that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. Verse number 6 says, Potiphar left everything he had in the care of Joseph. He did not concern himself anymore. What made an official like that resign? What I'm saying is not for everybody. So some, it's not for everybody because some people relate to God just for food, water, light. Those people find another sermon or look for another pastor. I'm speaking to people who really understand and want to harness the power of God. Yes, yeah, I'm speaking to those people. Speaking to those people. An entire Egyptian official, he, he resigned from his position and gave it to one boy just because he saw that anything that boy touched became successful. Anything. You, you, haven't, you haven't encountered this before. That is why your children come back from school. You are checking their grace and you are crying. Because God has not stretched his hand yet. That anything the boy touched, it was so successful that the man, he resigned from all his estate. Just, just take it like Elon Musk or Bezos. And he encounters an intern, a young person. Can one young person stand up? I need a youth, a youth. Where, a youth. Come on, come on. Who is standing up? Who is standing up? God will do that with you. And so, somebody like Elon Musk or any of these great names, this lady enters there as an intern. And suddenly, they begin to see that the department she is in, everything is changing. And even the critics can agree that from the time she got there, things have started changing. And so now the manager, the, the department manager steps aside and says, take over. And then when she takes over, they realize that thing is growing. So now the overall manager comes and says, can you take, run the company? Run everything. And they resign and give it to her to run it. And as she was running it, Bible says, God was prospering that company because of her. Now tell me, who can fire this one? Please be seated. May God give you this testimony in your lifetime. Who can fire this one? They even took him to prison. In prison, the act of God was still on him. That the prison manager still stepped aside and said, run the prison, run the prison. Then God decided it was time to promote him. So he created problems. I said, God will create problems that you can solve. You, this is not, I don't know those who, who are those who are receiving it. Some problems are going to take place. And they are from God. God is going to allow it. God is going to allow it. 
because he's going to give you the answer in your prayer and that is how he will let you walk in front of them with shoulders high and say yeah 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 don't worry don't worry i got this i got this i got this he said you cannot do this he said who told you who told you and you solve it and they'll say how did you do it and you tell them it's the god i serve praise the lord that was the story that was the story god is going to create problems the last person i'll tell you about is esther young lady who was also a refugee entered another place and god needed to do something with this young lady so there was a queen called um, Vasti. and when it was time you see there is a waiting time and that's why you need to continue to wait every fasting they tell you fast oh every prayer they tell you pray oh just do it oh as, as Esther was in waiting and it was her time, God decided I need to promote her. And so God said, anyway, this lady, God stirred the problem in the palace and got the queen out. And the, the throne was vacant. And so they needed somebody. Then there were many women. I'm speaking from Esther chapter 2. Alright? There were many women that had to pass before the king. But Esther 2, I think verse 15. I think there's verse 15. And then I'll be closing here. Let's look at verse 12, and then 12, 15, and 17. So a lot of women assume that I am a, I'm a, I'm a line of 10 ladies, right? It's, this is 10 ladies, okay? And then the first one comes, and then the king said, okay, okay, that's all right. Then, no, let me be the king rather. I will not be the 10 ladies. So the, 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 the second one comes, the third one comes, and verse 12 says what? Oh, can you change this version? He says, well, Oh, not this one. Let me read my version. The turn came for each girl to go into Kinahazros after being 12 months under the regulation. Then let's go to verse 15. Verse 15. Show me verse 15. Can we read the first line together? Now when the turn of Esther came, right? Now when the turn of Esther came, I need some prophetic people. I said, people have gone and gone and gone. This year, it shall be your turn. Uh, Some people caught it quickly. He said, now when the turn of Esther, the daughter of Mordecai came, I said, it shall be your turn. I said, it shall be your turn. And God will use you as a witness. I said, it is about to be the turn for your children. And God will use them as a witness. It's about to be the turn of this ministry. And God will use it as a witness. He says, when the turn of Esther came. Oh, look into the scriptures. He said that she found favor in front of all who saw her. All who saw her. Esther won the favor. She obtained favor in the sight of all of them that looked at her. How is this possible? How is this possible? So a crown was set on her. And a great banquet. Verse number 18. Verse number 18. Then the king made a great feast. And the feast was called Esther's feast. (laughs) This This is the slave girl. That came there. Like Joseph. Like Daniel. God used them. To change the outcome and outlook of a nation. 
Now here we are worshiping the same God. Trusting him to do things for us. And are you ready? That if he could turn the wheels of a nation through his people. See just this. How many, what bedroom house are you looking for? Five bedroom house? U.S. passport? Job, job in Volvo? Or job in McDonald's? Isn't that what he cannot do? Hebrews chapter 2 verse 4. God also bearing them witness. And today we have seen that the witness that took place in the life of disciples was different from the witness that took place in the life of Daniel. Because Daniel never went around healing anybody. But it was the gift of knowledge and wisdom. Esther, it was beauty and favor. Joseph, it was prosperity with everything he touched. Don't limit God. Are you ready? Are you ready? I want you to bow down your head and look into your life. I don't know which part of your life needs a touch, needs an act of God. But if it's a miracle you need, lift the strings up now. If it's a miracle of healing you need, and I'm going to pray for every sick person. If it's a miracle of healing you need, God is able. If it's a touch of knowledge and understanding, God is able. If it's a touch of prosperity, God is able. God also bearing them witness. That as you step out of this place into your schools, into your workplaces, that you are going to encounter the hand of God, the hand that came upon Elijah and caused him to run. That hand is coming upon you now and giving you new abilities. Please rise to your feet if you can and lift up your hands to him.